listening to a Hope 103.2 podcast. Raising Teens by Colette Smart with Ray Kington. Do you ever feel weird? Oh, as if. Raising Teens, Ray Kington, joined by Colette Smart. We are talking about teens, raising teens, tackling all teen issues of which... They are many and varied and coming at you constantly. It is a constant change when you've got teenagers in the house. And we'd love to hear from you via the Hope Media app. If you've got a question for us or a comment, love to uh, hear from you. Certainly uh, download that app and shoot us a message. Uh, Talking about your past as a parent as a topic, uh, Colette, uh, should you hold back on some of the things that might have happened when you maybe made some poor decisions? And uh, the reality is we've... We've probably all got a few poor decisions under our belts. We do. And a few maybe embarrassing stories, things that maybe we're not too proud of perhaps. Yeah, and I I think at some point every child is going to ask an uncomfortable question and they're usually on the topics of sex, drugs or some Mm. past uh, behaviour of their parents. Yeah. And so the question parents always ask me, so do I just offer the facts or, or do I add personal commentary? Do I lie? Yeah. How much is, is too much? How much is enough? Will they know that I'm lying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and then some parents say, but if I tell my child about my past, she'll think, oh, well, if mum did that, I'll, she turned out right, I'll do it too. Mm. So that is something that goes on in our minds when those questions comes up. So I think the first thing, Point is to ask yourself as a parent, why am I sharing what I'm sharing? Mm. Um, is it best to, sh- to share this with another adult, uh, whatever it's bringing up in me? So am I trying to alleviate my own past guilt by blurting everything out? Or is it something I haven't fully processed and I actually need to go and process with a pre- professional first, perhaps, and then decide which bits I, I talk to my children about Uh, so if you're not sure we need to look at ourselves first but I should say there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach to this answer I think there's four key points I think we start off by being careful not to overshare so it's important to just keep your child's age and stage in mind so what is appropriate for your child's um, maturity level their age or their stage also Remembering to keep your parent-child boundaries very clear because you aren't their friend. You are still their parent. So it's it's holding these things in your head and it's going to depend on your child. Um, you know, for some children, you might be able to say a few sentences and then that's kind of answered their question. Mm-hmm. Other children might dig a little bit deeper. I think the second thing is don't avoid the topic. If you feel like you haven't processed it proper, properly, say that. Say to your child, can you give me a, t- a while to think about it? Yep, I have done some stuff. I'm just trying to process how to even talk about that. There's some pain in my past I maybe need to just sort through with somebody else. Tell them that. At least you're yeah. being honest and not pretending that it's not there. But your child actually learns big questions, uh, learns about their questions if you avoid a topic. They learn oh, I don't ask my mum about these big topics. We don't talk to dad about drugs in our house. My parents don't talk about those things. I'll have to find somebody else to talk about, uh, talk to about this. It's fascinating because there's some major studies that, that show that when we talk to our children about our own past, we can actually help our children to learn from our mistakes. And so it's not – the study doesn't say you have to give all the gory details, mm. but you can still be honest about your – 
about your failings and your struggles and what you learned out of the situation. So when true life stories are told with honesty and vulnerability, without all the gory details, that children actually learn that their choices matter, that some of our stuff caused us pain and consequences, and that is why we find it hard to talk about. If you first initially put off when your child asks you questions, think of it as an an invitation from your child for an opportunity to connect with you. And so find ways to to do that. Don't lie. So so you don't have to give all the gory details, but you don't have to and go into the specifics, but you might talk about some of the facts, um, some of the facts around the pain that, that it caused you, the things that you learned, what, what you learned wasn't cool about what you might have done or, or seen your friends do. Uh, kids are most interested in the tops of the topics of sex and drug and alcohol because that is baffling to them. Mm. It's what their friends are trying to figure out, what they're seeing in media, on, on their popular shows and if we don't sift through the topics with them, who else is going to? Mm. And then, of course, don't simplify is the fourth one. So don't just say to your children, well, don't do it. Mm. Don't do it has never been effective. We actually need to give our children ways of finding safe outs. I talked to my children about the time when I was offered alcohol when I was about 14 by a friend's mum. That's right. At I the you're party. telling us that story, yeah. And, and, and so for me, that was – I was put in this awkward situation. I, uh, there was this power imbalance. Mm. And so I spent the night pouring a bit of the, the alcohol in the pot plant inside and then kept walking around with the same can pretending I, I just got a new one. Give your kids some of those strategies. And even if you, you messed up, talk about some of the mess-ups and what you learned from it and some of your, your fears – don't also again I come back to shame. I think being judgmental of our young people and shaming them shame never gets people to open up. Mm. They will just shut down on you. So so it's it's really it, it is the dance of of finding a way to talk with our children about without giving them all of the details they might not be ready for but giving them skills for how to go forward. And then also know that even through all of this, some of our children might still choose a dangerous path. Hmm. They still might choose to do something that we desperately wish they wouldn't. And I think I think this is when we need to help our children know that we are always there for them. We don't love their behavior. We don't excuse the behavior, but we are ready for them to come and talk with us when they want to and when they're ready uh, to reach out for support or help. And that often hits a, a lot in the later teen years or young adult years. That's um, something we can also talk about. But I think really just the guideline for setting your boundaries is to just think carefully about what would be useful or valuable to your children. Consider what would be detrimental to them or frightening to them or creep them out with whatever you say <laughs> and find the balance for your family. Mm, good stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Maybe you've got a question related to this. Certainly send us a message via the Hope Media app. This has been Raising Teens. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening.